Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome to the very first episode of the Kidmen Huddle. I started a podcast. If you're listening to this very first episode, chances are you probably know me. But if you're not my mom and you're listening, you might not be as familiar with who I am or why I'm making a podcast for Kidman Leaders. So I wanted to start this first episode and just tell you a little bit about who I am. My name is Amber Pike, and I am a wife and a mom. My husband, Ron, and I have been married for 11 years. We met at college, and that's where I got that MRS degree. Uh, We have two kids together. Our son, Reed, is nine. Our daughter, Riley, is three. They are exhausting and loud, and we love every minute of being their parents. But I'm not just a mama. I'm a homeschooling mama. We were homeschooling long before it was COVID cool. Uh, We started when my son was in preschool, and we're in it for the long haul. I just love being able to be at home with them every day, but then also just tailor their education for how they need it. We definitely get to have a Christ-centered education, and that's really important. I, I love it. My life is kids. I teach them at home. I teach them at church. I've been serving in children's ministry for 13 years, right out of college, children's minister. I was actually called at 16 while I was serving in vacation Bible school at our church, and I knew then this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I'm sure I'll do a podcast on it later talking about just my story and my testimony, but I am most definitely made to work in children's ministry, and I'm so thankful and honored that God lets me do what I do for a living. I teach in the church. I'm actually over nursery, elementary, and youth. I'm over it all. I'm the director of family ministries at my church. But I also do a lot of writing for children's ministry. I've been, for the last seven years, the one of the contract writers for Answers in Genesis Vacation Bible School. I love Vacation Bible School. My my goal is to be a professional VBSer. I don't know if that's a word, but that's my like dream retirement goal is to be a professional VBSer. I love Vacation Bible School. Love Answers in Genesis VBS. That's what we use at my church as well. And then I've written articles. Um, I've been in a couple of books with Kidman Nation. I do some speaking engagements with Kidman Nation. I'm teaching at Megacon. I taught there last year. I love getting to to speak and write about Kidman, but the really exciting thing for me is that in April, my first book was released. I had a book published with Rose Kid Publishing. It's called Exploring the Bible Through History. Unfortunately, it launched um, mid-COVID pandemic, but that's okay. It's a very exciting book to write. So, Rose publishing has this 10-foot giant timeline of Bible history. It's putting events in the Bible and putting it on a historical timeline. And so this book is based off of that. It's taking kids through the Bible, through the biblical narrative, and teaching it as fact, as history, showing them the importance of understanding how everything is interconnected. It's interactive. It's full of so many different activities. Really exciting to write. It was such a huge God thing for me to be able to do that. And hopefully, it's one of many in a series, depending on how sales go. There will hopefully be more in that. 
But if you know me, or maybe if you have stumbled on my website, you've seen that I have a second book in the works with Rose Kids. This one is different. It's not in the same series. Uh, And this is family geared. I'm super excited about this. And as things get closer till, it's supposed to tentatively release in October 2021. But as things get closer, I'll be releasing some more information about it. But super excited about that. And then in the last month, I have decided to start a website and now a podcast. And I'm just super excited to partner with Kidman leaders to provide some encouragement and equipping and training and telling them about resources. I'm in a pretty unique position in the Kidman world. I've been serving for the last 13 years in the church. I'm in the trenches every Sunday, every Wednesday. But then I'm also deeply immersed in the Kidman world with my role at Kids Matter Magazine. I get to talk with or through email, get to partner with Kidman leaders and experts all around the world in all different fields within Kidman. And I just feel like I have a lot that I want to want to talk about and work to build the kingdom because we are all in this together. So I'm so excited about this new venture of mine. And I hope you all are too. If you're here, hopefully you're going to come back and you enjoy watching or listening to it. But here's kind of how the podcast is going to go. Because I'm with Kids Matter Magazine, and I love Kids Matter Magazine. By the way, if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting on? It is an excellent quarterly magazine that is just chocked full of resources and training and ideas and encouragement. So push pause, head to kidsmatter.com and go subscribe. You won't regret it. But because of my role with the magazine... I want to be able to talk about some of the articles and the ideas in the magazine. So we're going to go off the page. Sometimes we're going to go a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about the ideas and articles in there and then move into like a training time. I'm going to call it Huddle Up since, you know, it's the Kidman Huddle podcast. But this is where I get to talk to you about what God's laying on my heart, what he's been teaching me, what he's been showing me, um, maybe what I've learned in my years of experience. So this hopefully will be just a really great training time where I get to just speak to you. But because of my role with the magazine, I have another really cool thing that not everybody has. I get to hear about brand new Kidman resources a lot of times before they are even out on the market. So a little behind the scenes spoiler for you. I'm the one who does the K reviews in each issue of Kids Matter Magazine. So publishing companies and artists and authors, they will send me their brand new products and I get to run a review in the magazine. But we can't fit everything in the magazine that we get. And we just review it as a product and not as the application of the product or how it translates to being used in the classroom, in the home, or any of that. So really, I'm just telling you about a cool product. But here... We're going to do a little unboxing to where I get to go more in-depth with great new resources. Or maybe they're not new, and it's something I've found, something I've used, that I want to tell people about. I'm really excited about this because I know I get excited when I hear about a new product, a cool product, something that I can use in my ministry, or as a mom, as a parent, myself. So we're going to kick that off today 
with a resource that I found because of the I Love Kidmen Facebook group. If you're not a member of that, you need to be. There's 25, almost 25,000 members. Whatever question you have, whatever issues you're dealing with, someone's probably been through it and they've got some advice for you. But we had a little six-year-old start coming to my church and they started right before the pandemic. Then it hit. Six months of no church. Wasn't sure if he'd be back or not. First Sunday, we're back open in children's ministry. He's there. Awesome. But the last couple weeks, he's been struggling, having a few little meltdowns because he's mad at God. He doesn't want anything to do with God because God has taken away people in his family that he loves. He recently lost an uncle that he was close with. Um, I believe there might be a grandpa or a pet. I'm not really sure, but he's mad at God. And he's young. Death is hard. Death is hard to explain to young kids. And he's not at the point where we can sit and have a conversation and explain to him why God does things, why there's bad in the world, why we should still love and trust God and that God is loving and trusting us even when there is bad. He's not there yet. So I wanted to find some resources to help Grandma. She's the one bringing him to church, the shepherd in his life. I wanted to find some stuff to help her talk to him about this. And I asked on I Love Kid Men, and I saw, no, actually, I didn't ask. I just went and searched to see what other people had said. And the book, The Moon is Always Round, was recommended. So I went to Amazon, looked through, ordered it, got it home, read it. I love this book. The Moon is Always Round is by Jonathan Gibson and Joe Hawks. And this is the sweetest book explaining God's goodness through tragedy. This dad had been doing catechisms with his son, his three-year-old son. If you're not familiar with catechisms, it's a call-and-response way to teach children, especially young children, doctrine or theology. So he would ask his son, what shape is the moon? The moon is always round. Then he would ask his son, what does that mean? And the son would reply, God is always good. And through their story, this got to be applied to the events happening. Mom got pregnant with a little girl, second baby. And at each stage of her pregnancy, the little boy would look and, you know, mom's belly would be a certain size and the moon would be a certain shape. And dad goes, but the moon is always round. Well, then it moves along to where she loses the baby. And the little boy's questioning, well, is the moon still round? And dad answers, the moon is always round. And then the book continues and you get to the funeral. And the dad is, is speaking from the pulpit. And he asks the little boy in the middle of the service, and he goes, what shape is the moon? And the little brother answers, the moon is always round. And then for the first time in the book you read, the dad asks, what does that mean? And the little boy says, God is always good. This book was so sweet, so moving. I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little bit. But it's just a beautiful picture for kids of God's goodness no matter what is happening, no matter what bad is happening. So if you have some kids that are struggling with death and their family, struggling um, with maybe the loss of a sibling, with miscarriages, just understanding God's goodness 
through the bad in life. I highly recommend this book. I just got it on Amazon, um, but it is one that is being added into my ministry toolbox for sure. Did you get your newest issue of Kids Matter magazine in the mail? You should have gotten it in the last week or so. If not, what are you waiting for? Go and subscribe now. This is our super big Megacon issue. It only comes once a year. Now, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, I've mentioned Megacon a couple of times. You are missing out. Megacon is the once-a-year conference by Kidman Nation. It is amazing, just full of excellent training and resources and ideas and just awesomeness. This year with COVID, it's going to be digital, but the kind of cool thing about that is that it's free this year. You can get a free ticket or you can go up in the in the price level, the ticket level, and you can buy you get access to the vault to where you can listen to it later. But the Megacon issue, so you have the front, which is the normal Kids Matter magazine side, full of awesomeness. But then when you flip it over, the back is the Megacon side. So you have your Megacon guide. You've got the schedules and descriptions, some note pages, all that. But then the rest of that side is the resource directory. So if you are wondering, hmm, what kind of worship music is out there? Or what kind of VBS or curriculum or t-shirts or furniture or anything Kidman? You've got a directory right there at your fingertips telling you by category or by name who you can use different ideas and resources for you. So it's definitely a amazing guide full of just the stuff that we need in Kidmin because with Kidmin, you've got stuff and you need stuff. But there's a really great article in the Kids Matter side of this magazine by Sean Sweet, the preteen expert. The Future of Online Children's Ministry. And I hope you've read it. If not, you want to make sure you take the time to read this. But he says in there, there's this sentence that says, When you have a clearer vision of your purpose in ministry, you'll know exactly what to do next. Now, he's talking about online ministry, and he's asking the question, well, is online ministry still needed? But I think this applies not just to online ministry, And because of what God's been laying on my heart for the last year or so, this really, it's kind of hit home. Because of what God has been speaking to me, I've got a purpose in my ministry, and I know what I need to do next. For the last over a year, I've been burdened for my kids. There have been lots of ministry leaders and artists and YouTube sensations that have come out and said, I don't follow God anymore. And I know some of you probably listen to um, Rhett and Link on Ear Biscuits. You've listened to their podcast. Well, I sat and I listened to four hours of them deconstructing their faith, of them saying why they don't believe in God anymore. And I've just, this burden for my kids has grown. I don't want any of my kids to walk away from the faith. And then COVID hit. So I was already worried and burdened for my kids. And then COVID hit. And we didn't have a good engagement. We're not a tech-savvy digital church. We don't stream anything. We don't even have screens in our sanctuary. We are old school. But during COVID, I had good engagement with my teens. Because again, I'm over nursery, elementary, and youth at my church. 
but I wasn't having good engagement with my kids, no matter what I was trying. I would get a few, but not a lot. And my husband kind of put it best, we have a lot of lukewarm families. And I was worried about, well, if mom and dad aren't leading them at home, are they going to be okay? If they're not getting anything at all during a six-month pandemic. And it led me to the question, how do I make sure that my kids are in an authentic relationship with Christ for life? And this issue just, it's been building in my heart. A lot of tears, a lot of prayers, a lot of conversations. How do I make sure that my kids are following Christ? This is actually what I'm teaching on next week at Megacon. I'm speaking um, Monday, October 5th at 1.40 Eastern. Again, it's a free conference. I hope you join Megacon. I would love to see you in my class. It's going to be over Zoom. Um, But my class is a spiritual formation deep dive, and it's entitled Keeping Kids Engaged in the Faith. I want to make sure that my kids are engaged in the faith, that they are having an authentic relationship with Christ, that they're not just coming to church because they have to. They're not just coming because it's fun. And there are things that we can be doing, that we should be doing intentionally to try to build a foundation for our kids. So first of all, real quick, because I don't want to give away my whole class. I want you to come listen to it. Um, But a couple of things that I'm doing. I'm resourcing mom and dad. We have a fairly low return rate right now. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this. We don't have all of our families back yet. Some are staying home because of the virus. Some are just out of the habit. So I've been resourcing mom and dad. And I've found that in our personal situation, digitally doesn't do best. I can send emails and go in and check, and it's not a very good return rate. For Easter, I created a resource kit. Now, originally, I had planned these awesome things that are still sitting in my office to physically put in their hands, but then COVID. So I created a digital pack for them. And that we had um, Go's Easter Extravaganza resource, and I had a digital code for our worship album for them to have, family devotions, a cooking challenge, like all these things, a really awesome kit. I don't even think half of my families opened up the email despite the numerous, numerous emails sent home about this. over, Told them over Zoom meetings, talked to kids individually and be like, hey, did you open this up? They just weren't interested. Digital doesn't work for us. Emails don't work for us. So now that we're back, I created a kit to put into mom and dad's hands. Now I'm going to talk about the kits more in a later podcast. But for me, I've been trying to resource mom and dad. Um, like with the grandma whose grandson is struggling, I made a big Amazon order because we had that child struggling. We had two kids that lost a grandpa that he was he was their father figure, and they were super close with him. So I've resourced them, uh, and I'll have parents. They're like, what do we owe you? I'm like, no, no. This is why we have a budget. This is what I'm here for is to try to help you lead. So I've really been trying to resource mom and dad. But the, the problem is kind of twofold. I want them doing it at home, but I also know that it's not necessarily going to happen at home. Some of my kids are the only Christian in their household. They come with a grandparent, and mom and dad are not believers, so they're not going to be being led at home. So I'm very intentional with the lessons that I'm teaching this year. I'm a planner. I like plans. I like lists. 
I like color-coded lists and post-its and pretty pens and all that. But I like to sit down and make out a good plan. And I'll start planning out the church year. I plan a whole year in advance. And it's what God's been laying on my heart, the direction that He wants me to go in that ministry, kind of like the theme for the year. And this year, it's discipleship, that I need to show the kids how to live in relationship with Christ on their own, how to have an authentic, vibrant relationship as a child with them, not mom or dad leading them, not anyone doing it for them, but them living for Christ. So, I started with a, when we were still in the pandemic, a series on about the Bible. Well, why do we trust the Bible? And then I wanted to move on to the church. Well, who is the church? We are the church. The church is the body. But as we got back into church, I wanted to kick off with a refresher course on the story of the Bible. So I created a lesson series called The Big Picture, and it uses puzzle pieces to tell the one big story of the Bible. The biblical narrative is so crucial for kids to know. Now, my kids get this. We use a chronological Sunday school curriculum. I will tie our lessons all together. But the biblical narrative is just so important for them to know, for them to build off of, because if they don't understand what sin is and how it came into be, Jesus' death doesn't make that much sense. It's not that big of a deal unless you understood the beginning. So, I wanted to start with a refresher on the story of the Bible, one big story. And I actually did this for the teens as well. They did the same series at the same time. And after we did that, we moved to the wise and foolish builders, talking about, hey, we need to be building our life on the Word of God. We need to be building our life on God. And we just finished that series. And so, now we're moving to living as a Christian, living out our faith. We'll we're starting with prayer and the armor of God and the fruit of the Spirit, and we'll keep moving on from there. I'm very intentional with what I picked this year because I want to give them the tools that they need to build a solid foundation so that they can stay engaged in the faith. Now, I realize that it is not because of me that kids stay in the faith. It's not because of me and because of what I've done that kids leave the faith. But I do want to make sure that I am doing everything I can to intentionally give them a foundation. So if you come to my class on Monday the 5th at MegaCon, this is what I'm going to be talking about. And next week's podcast is going to be MegaCon week. We're going to talk about things that I've learned because I'm attending too. I love MegaCon. I'm not just there as a speaker. Uh, We're going to talk about the things that we've learned, and then we'll be continuing this conversation about what God is teaching me and showing me about discipleship and kids. I don't claim to be an expert. I am very transparent in telling people, hey, I don't have the answers, but I do want to share what God is teaching me, what God is showing me, because we're in this together, Kidman leaders. I want to build the kingdom together. I want to partner with you, learn from you, um, and maybe speak and training over you, teaching you. So I hope that you will come back and listen to this podcast. I'm having so much fun starting it. New episodes will come out on Thursdays. You can find them on the Kids Matter Podcast Network. You can find them on my website, amberpike.org. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. And I'm excited to go on this ride with you. But Kidman leaders, I want you to remember what you do matters.